This podcast is a product of Amplify Media. To find out more about Amplify Media, you can follow us on Instagram at amplifymedia.iwu. And hello, everybody. We are back again. Yes. Uh, we, including myself, Brady Bolden, News Director of Amplify Media. Yes. And as always, we have... Faith Lamb, Media Production Director And today, Media. Oh, oh, sorry. For Amplify Media. <laughs> and today, we are joined by, if y'all just want to introduce yourselves, um, yeah, the floor is yours. Well, my name is Hoshia Nixon. I'm a sophomore writing and illustration major, and I am the president of the GSA on campus, which is the Gender and Sexuality Alliance. Yeah, and I am Ryan Wagers, the IWU GSA chaplain, and I'm also an alumni from IWU. And when did you graduate? I graduated in 2017. Wonderful. You already mentioned it, but you represent the Gender Sexuality Alliance on campus. If you really quick just want to give a brief explanation of how that group was formed, where it came from, and maybe like where what you're currently doing with it. We are on the second generation of leadership with our previous leadership having founded it. The GSA really came out of uh, last year after the firing of Seb. There were a lot of queer students on campus for whom that situation just became a boiling point. And it spilled over, and our former president, Kay Xavier, took some of that boiling over and was able to, like, organize it into the GSA. And while they have transferred now out of Indiana Wesleyan, um, I'm trying to continue on with some of that energy. Yeah, and since you're an alum, how did you get involved since it's a pretty new group? Yeah, so I am a house church pastor here in Marion, as well as uh, attending seminary at Chicago Theological Seminary. Uh, and so kind of when that stuff with Zev happened, uh, the GSA had started advertising they were planning a protest. And I reached out and said, hey, I'm a local pastor. What can I do? What can our my house church do to support you guys? Uh, and through that, I was able to forge uh, a really long lasting now and impactful relationship between my house church and the GSA, uh, which led to me doing an internship as the chaplain with them for uh, my seminary career. What would you say are the overall goals of the GSA, both as a group within itself and also as a part of the broader Indiana Wesleyan community? For the GSA, I think that our main goal is to make sure that queer students don't feel alone. It can be really isolating the way Indiana Wesleyan addresses like queer issues. And to a queer person, that leads you to feel like you're the only one who's there because everyone else is treating it as if there's no one and you know that's wrong, you don't know if anyone else is also thinking that's wrong. So our main thing is to make sure that people have a space that they can meet the rest of the community, feel less alone, uh, make friends, and, you know, all the important college stuff of, like, find people who are like you. And I saw that you have weekly meetings. What usually happens in those meetings? They're sort of just like a community get-together. It's a uh, town hall style where people can come in. We start with, like, a little updates on what we've been doing as leadership and what the GSA is planning. And then we open the floor to whatever anyone else wants to say and anything that they need. If it's something they face in their classes, if it's like a friendship problem they're having, because we're such a small group right now that that's something that we can like deal with on a daily with meetings. Like you said, you're a pretty small group and you have these meetings that are more just to talk about the group itself. But would you say that in that sense of community, you felt more able to connect with the broader Iowa community and find other people to be in community with? I'd say that there's certainly amount of having the GSA on campus has started some conversations and has made it something that more people are thinking about. 
like where they stand on queer issues and how they interact with a queer person. And that's really nice because a lot of times what cuts people off from like greater community than just like the queer community is um, the fact that outside of the community, the wider Indiana Wesleyan community uh, just doesn't know what to do when they're faced with an obviously queer person for the first time. It's not something that they necessarily had to deal with in church growing up. It's not something that they maybe had to deal with in school if they went to a private Christian school. It's just new to them. And having the GSA out starting conversations before they meet queer people has made it so that more people are emotionally prepared to see queer people almost. And it's made some smoother transitions into like, okay, I understand that you're just a person like me and we can like do this group project or we can like go grab dinner or things like that. Definitely. Do you have any uh, role in those meetings or do you have any? Yeah. So while I'm not at those meetings specifically, I lead a Bible study once a week. And then I also host office hours for uh, GSA students to stop by if they need to talk about stuff, um, particularly if they're wrestling with like what scripture says about sexuality and things like that. And so I kind of get down into the weeds with students like that. That's really cool. So you have office hours, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Okay, for anyone listening who'd be interested, where could those Yeah, be? so I actually, I just come to campus. I'll set up usually in the commons or the student center on Fridays from like one to four, two to four generally. Okay. that's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And we post about that. We'll probably start posting on the Instagram about that. I yeah. think that would be helpful. So, okay. yeah. Gotcha. So you talked about how your group is starting important conversations on campus that help Um, kind of bridge the gap between people who may not feel as comfortable interacting with people who would be a part of your group. But also we do attend a campus that has obviously very different views about what your group is trying to accomplish. So how would you say in, uh, as you go about doing things within your group, how do you find the balance between advocacy and adherence? So like you are called to advocate for things you feel are important, but also at the same time, you have to adhere to you know, campus stuff, and you've definitely had to deal with a clashing of those too. So how would you say now your group is going about finding that balance? Well, part of it is being an unofficial school club, like, has given us a little bit more freedom. We don't have the same, like, level of, like, we represent IWU, and therefore uh, we have to, like, 100% show up with their, like, doctrine. I don't have the same, like, leadership standards as someone who would be in an official club leadership position. That's a nice balance there. I also have found that administration is typically pretty open to talk, at least just to hear what we're doing and uh, what we're thinking. And that's been nice because so far no one's told me I'm doing anything wrong. As long as no one's telling me I'm doing anything wrong, I'm going to continue to assume that I'm not clashing too hard with Indiana Wesleyan's beliefs. I don't think Indiana Wesleyan disagrees with the statement that gay people deserve to have good mental health, to have people that they can be friends with, to feel they belong in spiritual communities. And, well, I should say all LGBT people. That's all our group is doing is pushing for us to have space in the spaces that Indiana Wesleyan claims we should have space in. Yeah, creating hospitable environments has been really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think anybody can get behind that. So how would you want uh, the broader Iowa community to interact with your group or the people in it, regardless of any potential difference in beliefs? I think the old adage, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, is very applicable at times. The 
hatred that a lot of homophobes meet me with is not reciprocated when I meet them. I would like more than anything for people to see my humanity first. And like, I am Christian too. I am a student here. I'm trying to have an education and a life and feel safe. And I think more than anything, I want that to be respected by people who are outside of our group. I'm assuming your your group is only open to people of the LGBTQ plus community. So far, I wouldn't say that. We are open to allies joining as well. Honestly, a big part of our group, because so many people are coming in from backgrounds where they're like, this is the first time that they've had the space to uh, figure out their gender or sexuality. A lot of people come in just for education. And I think with that, like having people who are willing to educate, it's not a bad place for allies to be. Aside from social media, do you have any other outreach plans that could offer that education to people who might not know about your group or feel comfortable attending? We have a Discord. It's linked in our Instagram page. It's something that people can join. We have uh, channels on there where people can ask questions and uh, the community will give answers. It's open to alum as well. So it's just kind of a general Greater Marion queer community Discord almost. Yeah. Is Discord anonymous? Discord is not technically anonymous, but if you make an account, it does not have to be connected to your name. You can present your screen name as whatever you want and your profile picture doesn't have to be a picture of you. Do you have any other goals for your group moving forward with the rest of the semester or the school year? Last year, we did a couple events of something called the Affirming Closet. I would like to host one of those next semester. What that is, is basically it can be hard for trans students who have just realized to switch over like their wardrobes, their hygiene products, things like that. In addition, it can be hard if you have non-affirming parents or non-affirming roommates and things like that. So the Affirming Closet is a place where like we hosted it last year in Larksong and Marion. You could go pick up a couple pieces of clothes. We had some binders for transmasculine folks, which a binder is a clothing garment that you wear on your chest that'll masculinize the shape of it. So we had just basically you could come and pick up a couple affirming pieces of clothing that would then give you at least one outfit you could be yourself in. So you guys meet weekly. Do you guys have any like monthly special events where you do anything on campus or is it mainly um, those weekly meetings? It's mainly the weekly meetings, though we've done a mixer in September, and then October we had a Halloween party. We haven't set a date yet, but for everyone in the Discord or who wants to join the Discord, we're sending out some uh, polls to see what a uh, Friendsgiving would look like when we all get back, just because going home to family who may not be accepting of who you are can be really hard, and hosting basically a do-over can be a really nice way to make sure that you still get that thankful community spirit without getting so bogged down in people who don't respect your identity. I have one more. Um, It's more subjective than the ones you've been asking. So if you don't feel comfortable answering it, that's totally okay. But it's to get more at the heart of uh, your group and the people that are in it. And I just kind of wanted to open the floor for you to share either from your personal experience or from people in the groups, just ways that they feel they fit or don't fit in at IWU and how they navigate Um, and cope with that and feel a sense of purpose in a community that maybe doesn't always feel as loving towards them as we would like. So uh, I think for a lot of students who are struggling with their place at IWU, a lot of queer students who are struggling with their place at IWU, and even within the Christian faith in general, 
it can sometimes feel like they have to choose one or the other, right? Their place at Iwu or their sexuality, their faith or their sexuality, right? And, and I think what's so cool about the GSA is that it creates a space where a student can choose both and, right? And I think that's what they want from the wider Iwu community in so many ways, right? They want a way they can move forward and live out faithfully their commitments both to Indiana Wesleyan, but also to who they are or to their faith and Christian values and who they are, right? Um, without feeling like they have to sacrifice one or the other because they're all so integral to who they see themselves as. And I feel like as well, like faith and opposition go hand in hand. When you face opposition, it either deepens your faith or leads you away from it. And for so many students who are trying to deepen their faith and who are queer, that opposition that IWU has towards queer people tends to push them further into faith spaces that are affirming, or at least that's how it's been for me. I definitely think carving out spaces is the word to use because it is long. It implies that there was not space there to begin with and that it is an active process that we have to partake in every day. That's all I have. So if there's any other information you want to share about your group or any closing remarks... We have a Discord link in our Instagram page. Uh, our Instagram page is iwu underscore GSA. Uh, we have a Twitter. It is not necessarily as active, but it is there if you feel more comfortable with that platform. Awesome, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us.